a KQED television production. It kind of was like the bang that set off the night. That is the funkiest restaurant. The honey walnut prawns will make your insides smile. So. <laughs> More tortillas, please. <laughs> what is comfort food if it isn't gluten and grease? I love creme brulee. <laughs> the octopus should have been like quadrupus because it was really small. And you know that when you split something, all the calories evaporate and then there's none. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQBD and by Bay Area Subaru dealers. Opportunities to test drive the 2015 Subaru Impreza are available at local Subaru dealers. Subaru, online at Subaru.com. Integrated Resources Group, over 10,000 slabs in stock today. IRG in Brisbane and Dublin, online at MarbleCompany.com. Natural Mattress Systems from European Sleepworks, working to improve comfort and wellness for over 40 years. European Sleepworks in Berkeley, online at sleepworks.com. Oakland International Airport, with service to Europe, Mexico, Hawaii, and across the USA. Park close, fly on time. Learn more at exploronics.com. Support KQED's vehicle donation program and donate a car to help raise funds for quality public media. Powered by cars. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This time we're traveling not just back in time to revisit past segments, but traveling around the world for some innovative international flavors. From Chinese fare to East German cuisine, we're stretching your palate and your spice tolerance. Our journey begins in the Middle East as season two's Jillian Chase guides us to Shattuck Avenue in Berkeley to a place where freshness is so important, the owners grow a lot of the food they serve. In fact, they spend as much time in the garden as they do in the kitchen. It's what makes every plate so special at Zatar. We put our whole heart and soul into this place. We're always here. If we're not here, then the restaurant closes. Weil and I have our hands really in everything that goes on in this restaurant, from um, harvesting vegetables every morning from our own garden and um, hand choosing all the ingredients, whether it comes from our garden or from other local vendors, and then also doing all the cooking ourselves. We decorated the restaurant ourselves. We tiled the tables. It's really part of us. Zatar is uh, Middle Eastern uh, spices we use in our cooking and made of uh, thyme, sumac, and sesame seed with sea salt and good extra virgin olive oil. Good olive oil, that's uh, what Mediterranean food is all about. This isn't the type of restaurant where we're interested in turning tables fast, have a line out the door, that's not our priority. It's, uh, we really like people to come in and sit and enjoy their meal, enjoy their wine, enjoy their company, and leave happy. That's what's most important to us. Okay, what makes this place so great? 
Well, it is absolutely completely handcrafted, extremely high quality attention to detail. The owners are always there. They do everything themselves in the kitchen. They don't rely on kitchen help to prepare certain things, which means that the love and attention to detail and the quality is shown in absolutely everything they do. Everything's cooked to order. And they grow the yeah, most of they, the vegetables they in their grow, garden. Yeah, they have this beautiful half acre garden. They buy produce if they don't have it in their garden that's organic. They buy their meat from sustainable organic sources. They just, their, their, their philosophy of life and their philosophy of food shows in their food. And I think they're very cutting edge and they're sort of a gem that is hidden. <laughs> Maybe not for long. <laughs> All right, Nish, what do you think about Zetar? I was blown away by it. It was very unpretentious, very just an intimate setting. Um, what were some of the dishes that you had that stood out? The main thing, uh, my friend and I, we split the kebab feast, <laughs> which was a feast. It was, you know, as Jillian pointed out, everything was naturally raised, sustainable, um, which is great and all, but... Uh, it's all about what it tastes the, like. It tasted fantastic. It was, right. you know, every, I, I love lamb and, you know, grew up on lamb and uh, this was you know a real treat. And they, they describe it as eclectic Mediterranean so you do have influences and the chef and owner is Iraqi yes. but his wife is American so mm -hmm. you have a lot of Italian and Lebanese and all sorts of those influences. They travel oh. extensively yeah. and they and take recipes from places that from they've traveled and kind of throw it all in mm -hmm. there and make their own renditions and of so it. So when we were eating there also uh, the wife turned out to be our waitress and it was you know she was so excited about you know whether what sort of wine we wanted to try. Which uh, are organic or biodynamic. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so telling us what sort of spreads to try, that was like another great starter they had. Like there's all these different sorts of spreads you can have. And when you sit down, zatar is a, is a traditional mixture of, mm -hmm. of uh, sumac and, and sesame seeds mm -hmm. and thyme, and you get mm -hmm. that with the flatbread, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another side of it was that it wasn't gimmicky. I didn't feel like this was in my face that, oh, well, we use organic, sustainable, right. this and that. And I, I feel sometimes that's seeped into restaurants. Right. Uh, yeah. Here, they, I almost said to prod it out of them a little bit. <laughs> but uh, did you true. taste it? Did you, Angelo, taste this? I mean, you're shaking your head over here going, yeah. Oh, well, I'm, a, I'm in agreement with all that's been said. And we had, uh, we shared a kebab uh, for two, and they had a special that night, which was the um, calamari. Mm. And it was so good, we had a double order. <laughs> so, so at the end of it, well, here's the, can I say the, the, the only negative about this sure. restaurant, the only negative, at the end of the meal, you know, the three little piggies just about ate through the whole menu, <laughs> and it's a cash-only place. Ah, so, big thing to note, right. Yeah, well, yeah. They, we were forewarned, to be fair, we were forewarned, mm -hmm. but nevertheless, there we were turning our pockets inside mm -hmm. out, trying to come <laughs> up with the cash. I did find that it seemed a little pricey when I looked at that final bill. See, I think that if, if that yeah. restaurant was four blocks down next to Chez Penny, no one would ever complain yeah, exactly. about the price. Yeah, about the price. I think right. that the neighborhood is the one negative thing about that restaurant because you don't expect to have this extremely gourmet, high-quality meal with an excellent wine list right. which perfectly paired right. to all of their mm -hmm. dishes, but if you had it in a different right. area, you'd say, wow, this is such a bargain. And Jillian, mm -hmm. when you go, what are some of your favorites that you order? The Boreka appetizer, I don't know if you guys had that, the phyllo pastry stuffed with uh, greens and sheep's milk feta with herbs, uh, halloumi, that's always my favorite. It's a, it's a sort of a Greek cheese. It's very low in fat, so you can grill 
grill it and it doesn't melt and they put it on grilled bread with fresh herbs and that night we discovered all these different types of basil like sort of scattered throughout different dishes. Right. And um, what about other dishes for you? Did you have any other appetizers that stood out? You said the lamb kebab and, and obviously this is a vegetarian friendly place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But any other dishes well, for you? That's a funny point because to me Mediterranean is lamb. Right. <laughs> and so it's it's interesting that this was your choice because it was to me such a meat heavy place mm -hmm. but looking at it mm -hmm. with this new knowledge. Right. There's a lot of things that you know I enjoyed that were you know plain and simple vegetarian that you know mm -hmm. really added to the whole experience. Casual in terms mm -hmm. of, of you know the ambiance and the atmosphere oh, yeah. you don't need to right. get dressed up. Oh, very not at all. You don't need to wear your Marilyn Monroe tie. No ties. All right Jillian this is your restaurant so tell people uh, what they should look for when they visit Zeta. Well, the very first time I ever went there, what struck me was that if I was traveling, this is a type of restaurant that I would want to stumble upon. That I would go into it and go, wow, you know, the owners are here and there's so much love and passion in the cooking and it's beautiful and it's it's real. There's no, like you said, no gimmicky anything. And I'd come back home and I would tell everyone, oh, I was in this little town and I found this amazing place and it really made my trip great. And that, to me, is what this restaurant is and it's right here and it's totally undiscovered. All right, would you go back if you're in the neighborhood or make a, a trip there? We'll go back, but we're gonna hit the ATM machine first. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, obviously we couldn't, even with three people, we didn't get a good cross section. I'm, I'm interested in trying some of the items you, you mentioned. You know, I would think that they would have a, a little more choice in the price range on the wines, but other than that, it's a great restaurant. Didn't stop you, though, from drinking the wine. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nish? I'll definitely go back, and I'd be surprised if they didn't remember, remember us. <laughs> it was that sort of place that right. I feel like they took the time to really say hello and come up. That's a nice feeling, isn't it? It definitely is. If you would like to try Zatar Restaurant, it's on Shattuck Avenue at University in Berkeley. The telephone number is 510-841-1981. It's open for lunch on Monday with lunch and dinner Tuesday through Saturday. Reservations are recommended, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $30. They now accept credit cards. We first sampled the hot and spicy Szechuan flavors of Annabelle Chen's pick in season two. Not for the faint of heart, the bold and fiery cooking continues with the same chef in the same kitchen and the same menu in the dining room at this newly decorated spot in Albany. Although the ambiance has changed, the address on the tree-lined street hasn't. On Solano, it's called China Village. Now, I've been running the restaurant business for 30 years. Also, I'm the chef. People normally think in the Chinese food, it, uh, it's kind of a fast food. My mind is to try to turn around to let the people know what is a real Chinese food. But uh, most of the things that I'm interested in the Sichuan cuisine. Our Sichuan cuisine is uh, different. You got to use an all in different kind of ingredient, at least about the 20, 40 kinds of ingredients that match up together. They have like a clay pot, or saute type, or steam type things. Every dish is, uh, tastes different. Some of the customers, they always try to look in what is the best, what is the good things. Those kind of customers come down, the first thing they walk in, they ask, what is, the, what is the special today? What is the best you have today? Each spice should be different taste. I'm still going back to the China, to the well training. Get something new or traveling for find something else. Let our Bay Area customer see what is the real thing is. 
Now, Annabelle, talk to us about Sichuan cooking. Sichuan cooking is famous, um, known for its hot and spicy dishes, but that's not all, all of it. It has multiple uh, combination of different flavor. You have the sweet and sour, spicy and sour, um, the tender lychee flavor, uh, the fragrant, uh, they call it a fish uh, fragrant flavor. So um, even if you don't eat spicy food, you can get a few good Sichuan dishes out of the uh, menu, you know, going to a good Sichuan restaurant. That's why I recommend the China Village, because I think um, our Great Bay Area has hundreds of Chinese restaurants, and most of them are very good uh, in uh, Cantonese cooking. Right. But um, Sichuan dishes, Sichuan cuisine, it seems like a, a less known cuisine. Well, um, we all think of kung pao chicken. Or exactly, something. exactly. Kung right. pao chicken or um, you know hot and spicy, uh, the shredded um, pork or beef mm -hmm. dishes. Um, but those are not all. So um, the uh, China Village has very innovative, um, but they uh, still very authentic traditional Sichuan dishes. What are some of your picks? My favorite is that uh, the, they call it West Sichuan style fish fillet soup when it comes out in the big soup terrain and covered with um, oil roasted pepper on top so everybody's just you know drop their jaws like how am I gonna eat this and then they gotta um, skim off the um, dry chili and then all you see is just uh, um, pure creamy chicken broth with all these fish fillet oh, in it. Oh, so you're it's making me hungry tender. already there. Yeah. Mm. What about your experience at, at China Village? Uh, I liked it quite a bit. Um, we, I, we went with friends and ordered a lot of stuff and there was only only one dish I wasn't crazy about but everybody else was so um, you know uh, everything was had a lot of nice heat, but not so much that it overwhelmed anything. It was like yeah. layers of heat. It was really nice, really, and 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 differing from dish to dish. Um, a lot of uh, sort of clay pot or yeah. more sort of stewed, mm -hmm. liquidy kind of stuff. It, it was really great. And the onion, um, the Pancake. onion, fr that thank you. The fry bread is yeah. sesame fry bread is yeah. fantastic Very and good. a great, bread. Uh, a, a different experience than you know the typical rice is your starch. Exactly. Did Something you have a different. standout dish, Jeffrey, when you went? Oh uh, well, we we. Had a different experience. We we mm. went by late afternoon. It was almost empty. There was one other couple in the place. Mm. Um, the one woman was folding napkins and says she was ready for our order at any time. She was like right on top of her game. Um, there was a large enough room, so I'm sure when it was full, that the whole rattle of conversation would be running amok. But at the time. We just heard the buzz of the electric cooler and the aquarium tank. Mm -hmm. So there was this constant buzz in the room. Oh, and they said that the entrees wouldn't be prepared with MSG. But our entree, I had the, um, the lamb with cumin that the woman said was very popular. Uh, my sweetie had the uh, chicken chow fun, which didn't have much vegetables, didn't have much chicken. Mm -hmm. But the, the noodles were nice and mm -hmm. the, the sauce was nice. And they did some nice sauces. But after we left, we really started getting headaches. So we really started questioning whether or not there was MSG in it or not. But or how um, much wine you had, or what? Well, I had one glass of wine. I had a great little wine list yeah. for for like a glass top China Chinese restaurant. They had right. a I had a Thanks Sterling Merlot yeah. that mm -hmm. was just exceptional, yeah. right. and uh, the portions were huge. I wound up making an omelet the next morning with a yeah. little bit of the lamb, yeah. and uh, it was all right. 
So know. maybe just ask for preparation without MSG. Yes. And, and Annabelle, what would you have to say to Jeffrey in terms of did should he order something differently? Or? Yeah, I would say like chow fun, um, that kind of dish is a very typical uh, Cantonese style. But there are some, uh, if you can't handle the spiciness, they have a lot of good um, meat dish or clay pot, um, the beer duck, uh, the spicy uh, beef stew. You know, a few interesting dishes. I yeah. wish I would have gotten a little bit more adventurous with it. Right, I mean, right. they had over 218 I know, things it's on the a menu. Big menu. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, where do we even <laughs> begin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and we had a, a cold, really spicy rabbit, mm -hmm. and and then the duck. Uh, the duck you mentioned, I yeah. think, is what we got, and it was just phenomenal. That yeah. was uh, that, and the and the the peanut tofu appetizer were the standouts yeah. for me, and it was overall it was really good. Yeah, if you're a vegetarian. And yes. a lot of people obviously are in the Bay Area. Yeah. Is this a good spot to go? Yeah, there are a lot of dishes. Um, now, if you're vegetarian, if you like tofu, they have a variation of different dishes made of tofu and other vegetables. And it's equally very tasty. Uh, it can make very spicy or mild. I was a little disappointed with, with the, sh with the uh, rice because it was very fluffy. Yeah. Next time, ask them for a small rice bowl. It's a lot easier than the plate. And then you can scoop. Okay. I have a hard time because I have ah. to use a fork if I'm eating the long grain rice in a plate because it's really fluffy for chopsticks to pick yeah. up. Well, that's ah. true. Yeah. So we okay. just shuffle like little kids. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle, um, yes. tell people why they should go and make a trip to Albany if they don't live in the East Bay. Add some good spice to a dining experience. You know, this is if you like spicy or even you don't like spicy, try some new dishes. You know, this is uh, uh, ch Chinese restaurant was different flair. It's totally different from the Hangzhar, you know, soup and the Swinzhar pork. So try, give it a try. You'll like it. I, and I have to warn you, it's uh, very addictive. <laughs> <laughs> you go all the time. And Jeremy, did you feel like this was a good value for you? Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, it was the, the most affordable of, of the places uh, we visited for, for Check Please. And it was, um, it was wholly enjoyable and, and kind of an adventure. And like I said, a lot of great spice and, and a couple real standout dishes and, and good service. Yeah. And would you go back, Jeff, what um, do you think? I personally wouldn't, just simply on the MSG factor. Mm -hmm. However, a lot of my friends are very San Francentric that mm -hmm. never leave the city for any reason. And going out to Albany, getting out from under the fog, going someplace different, trying something different. And there's a little ice cream place down the street. Yeah. And it, you know, it's a great little neighborhood, great little yeah. restaurant. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know. I don't know if I'd recommend the restaurant, personally. However, I wouldn't say it was a bad restaurant. All right. If you would like to try China Village, it's on Solano Avenue at Ramona in Albany. The telephone number is 510-525-2285. It's open every day for lunch and dinner with dim sum on weekends. Reservations are accepted for parties of five or more. And the average tab per person without drinks is around $25. In season six, we met flexitarian Lori Ebear, sinking her teeth into the menu at her pick. It's a place with an austere industrial interior reminiscent of post-war East Germany that contrasts with the romantic candlelight, tasty draft beer, memorable cooking, and generous portions. On South Venice in San Francisco, it's called Waldswerk. My name is Christiane Schmidt and uh, I'm the owner of Walzwerk. Walzwerk started when uh, Isabel Misik and me uh, came to America and uh, found out that all the German restaurants in America are Bavarian. And we are from East Germany, we lived in Berlin and we thought it's a good idea to create a place which shows this side of Germany. <laughs> 
The name of the restaurant, uh, Walzwerk, means steel mill. And the original idea was to have a very industrial restaurant because East Germany was so industrial and it's also easy to pronounce, I think, for Germany. The food at Walzwerk is very uh, East German, what was very common in East Germany, what we ate when we grew up, what my grandmother used to make. We try to be very like traditional and German, so all the beers we have are from Germany. A lot of Germans meet, we have lots of Germans working here. It's a, it's a little community, which I really like. Everything you see on the walls is from East Germany, carried over in a suitcase from Germany to show. And uh, all East German customers who come, they are like, oh, this is like a little revival tour, like for 20 years ago, it's uh, very special. All right, Laura, I said East Germany, it's really former East Germany, but, but um, what is so unique about the cuisine at Walzwerk? You know, my, my husband took me to Walzwerk the first time on our fourth date, maybe eight years ago, and we go back all the time. I had no idea at the time what I would eat there because I was a vegetarian, but one of the things I love about their menu is they have many, many great meat and potato type options, seafood options, but they have incredible vegetarian options. The vegetarian schnitzel is my favorite, and I can have it again and again because it's a little different every Even time. Even though you're not a vegetarian, per se, anymore, right? I'm not. I, I consider myself a flexitarian yeah. now. <laughs> Still lean towards the vegetarian right. side of things. Right. So, But it's it's a, it, that is a dish that even friends who are omnivores will order the vegetarian schnitzel and, and love it's, it. It's vegetarian schnitzel. How do you yeah, do that? It's covered <laughs> with, right. So that you swap out the pork loin mm -hmm. with uh, cauliflower, beets, okay. carrots, and they bread it the way they do the pork mm -hmm. loin, and it's just perfectly seasoned. They serve it with a gravy that's different every time yeah. that I go. So, and they, you know, their mashed potatoes are always very amazing. And, and it's they, German cuisine, but with almost a Russian sort of influence to it. You know, uh, uh, solyanka, the soup that is like almost a, you know, a borscht-y sort right. of character. Yeah. What did you have when you went, Jacob? I love this place, I just want to say, and I had the uh, chicken breast stuffed with mm. apple and bacon with a sun-dried uh, cherry. That's my husband's oh favorite. Oh my goodness, mm. it was so good. Yeah, mm. I mean, and being the beer guy that you are, this is what, 15 plus beers that you can choose from, really it esoteric, yes. interesting beers as well. I had a, I had somewhere to go after, so I, you know, I held yeah. back on it, but I did have another uh, Francis Caner. <laughs> I'm a little bit habitual Loyal like guy. that. Yeah, half of wise, and it was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, Bob, you're keeping quiet over here. What's your, wh when you went to Waldsburg, are you a German food guy? Is this something? Uh, I hadn't been to a German restaurant in over 30 years. Ah, oh, okay. And it may be another 30. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't enjoy so it? it? It didn't work for me. Okay, mm -hmm. why? Um, first of all, I like a, a more airy, atmosphere and it is a little dark. Well, Waldsberg is steelworks. Okay. You know, I mean, this is, there's this, you know, Christian, uh, the, the owner I, is from East, or former East Germany. Uh, I could have right. been in East Germany. <laughs> you could have been. Yes, as I looked at the wall. Mike Myers coming in and his... No, I saw I Karl Marx <laughs> and Lennon and a third comrade and I thought, well, we're going to give it a try anyway. Mm -hmm. But it, unfortunately for the three of us, uh, the schnitzel didn't work. Hmm. Uh, the roast pork that I expected to get roast pork was rolled pork that was room temperature. Mm. Okay. So things just... Which is traditional. Well, I is just wasn't re realized <laughs> that I was going to be so traditional that night. Okay. Uh -huh. So it, uh, 
it just wasn't it. Although I took a look at their sister restaurant, mm -hmm. right. uh, and it looked more intriguing, and I liked their menu on the website. I had been to Schmidt's before uh, about and two same weeks owner, previous. So we can say, yeah. yeah, so and and I really preferred Valswerk, and it yeah. was for the reason you weren't caring for it too much. I really liked the idea. I walked in there. I, I've never been to Germany. I felt like I was on vacation <laughs> yeah. for a minute. In I really Germany. did. That's yeah, right. it was like this small little intimate, fun, you know, mismatched plates right. and little tables, and I, I really enjoyed that. I felt... Uh, sort of an industrial area of town. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it was it. cool. I really right. felt like I was in a different country for a minute. And, and Laurie, what other yeah. dishes do you get when you're there? Because you've got the, of course, schnitzel and, and right. spätzle, and you've got, right. you know, traditional dishes. Do you... Pickled herring they've got, all sorts of things. Right, they definitely, they have some, they have some great soups. They, we love, of course, the potato pancakes. I guess that's very obvious and mm -hmm. traditional, but they're always amazing. They do give you a little canapé when you arrive, you know, and those are always... Like pumpernickel mm -hmm. bread with a little... Right. And I just, I like, that's a nice bread. treat that we like. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned the dish you had as my husband's favorite. Oh my and so we often, so you good. know, those are our go-to dishes, yeah. the vegetarian schnitzel and the, and the chicken breast stuffed with. And we split that one right. as well, and it was so filling. It was perfect. Now we can so. talk about desserts. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> Christian, the owner, is a, as I mentioned, uh, it has a dish on there, cold dog. Do you mm -hmm. have the cold dog? Which no. she used to serve, was served at her kids' birthday parties in, oh. in uh. Germany. Uh, so what did you have? It's a, sort of a wafer dish, but what did you I have? I had, it was a, I, it might have been a special, but it was mm -hmm. the chocolate pudding with a vanilla sauce. Mm. And it was not too sweet. It was nice and cool after the, the hearty and kind of richness of the, the entrees themselves. It was perfect. And I gotta say, the, the owners there were so nice and fun. I loved, I loved how they uh, took care of us. All right, Laura, this is your restaurant. Tell us about Walzwerk. Well, we love Walzwerk for the charming, funky, and fresh Eastern European atmosphere, as well as a menu that uh, satisfies vegetarians and meat lovers alike. All right, Bob. Uh, it was just a unique experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad I did it. All yeah. right, and Jacob. So I would just say that Walzwerk is a, a fun, intimate, mini Euro vacation. You know, I enjoyed it. It was, felt like I got to get out of the USA for a minute. Walzwerk <laughs> <laughs> on South Van Ness Avenue at 15th Street in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-551-7181. It's open for dinner Tuesday through Sunday. Reservations are accepted for parties of four or more. And the average tab per person without drinks is around $30. If you missed these places the first time around, we hope you've enjoyed a look back at these great spots because now you have another chance to check them out. Thanks to Jillian Chase, who focused on Middle Eastern flavors where freshness reigns at Zatar Restaurant. Annabelle Chen picked piquant at her spicy choice of China Village Restaurant. And Lori Ebert chose the hearty stick-to-your-ribs menu at Walzwerk Restaurant. So go to our website at kqed.org slash check, please. It's where you can apply to be a guest on the show and where you can watch every episode or subscribe to the podcast. You can also read my notes on all of the wines we're drinking. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter for exclusive behind-the-scenes clips, pics, and notes from me and my travels. We love hearing from you. So join us next time when three guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers! Check, Please! Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQBD and by Bay Area Subaru dealers. Opportunities to test drive the 2015 Subaru Impreza are available at local Subaru dealers. Subaru, online at Subaru.com. 
Integrated Resources Group. Over 10,000 slabs in stock today. IRG in Brisbane and Dublin. Online at marblecompany.com. Natural Mattress Systems from European Sleepworks. Working to improve comfort and wellness for over 40 years. European Sleepworks in Berkeley. Online at sleepworks.com. Oakland International Airport. With service to Europe, Mexico, Hawaii, and across the USA. Learn more at iflyoak.com. Onyx. Team Talk. Redefined. Learn more at exploreonyx.com. Support KQED's vehicle donation program and donate a car to help raise funds for quality public media. Powered by cars.